time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Rock Around the Region on Z97.5 coming out of Knoxville, Tennessee. That is 10 years with their brand new song called The Shift. The official lyric video is up on the band's Facebook page. You can check it out there. Welcome to the program. I am Samantha Knight. First new show in a few weeks. Very, very excited because we start things off with brand new stuff from 10 years. And I've got debuts from a lot of stuff for you tonight. Uh, i got a brand new song from Brave New World, Lights of Marfa, Them Fixes, and going to sit down tonight with uh, the gentleman of Elmira. It's been a long time and they've gone through a lot. So we'll get caught up with them over the next few weeks here on Rock Around the Region. Scheduling some time with Awaken as well as they've got brand new songs on the horizon. This one called Behemoth. And I think that word behemoth is a really good explanation to the sound that this band has dug deep to find for this track. It is Awaken Behemoth on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Oh 
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Jacksonville, Florida. That is Farewell to Fear. It is a brand new song called I Won't Be Your Tragedy. It actually just uh, made its way to the outlets in the last couple of weeks, made its debut on a few things uh, back on May 22nd and the debut for it tonight. You can actually get this song in all your favorite digital outlets if you want to purchase it and download it. Okay, really, really kind of liking the song from Farewell to Fear. Got uh, the Sacred out of Nashville, getting them on my calendar to come in and talk. So that will be happening soon in the next couple of weeks on Rock Around the Region. Let's check them out now with You Lied. Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. That is the Lights Out Band from right here in Clarksville and One More Lie. I am Samantha Knight gearing up to uh, start booking more interviews for the show. Uh, you know, the coronavirus kind of threw a big monkey wrench in a whole lot of plans. Fortunately, I had interviews that I had everybody come in at, at around the same time in February and record stuff. And now it's to the point where I'm starting to book more bands. So please, if you are a part of this show or you're about to be a part of this show, you need to be a part of this show. Please hit me up so we can schedule some time. I'm going to get Lights Out Band in here very, very soon, along with some others. It is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. I am Samantha Knights. And trying to like figure out here, I mean, I'm having trouble knowing what day of the week it is in, in this corona world. So knowing how long it's been since Elmira has been in my studio is challenging a little bit. Two years at least? Yep. I fair, think two fair years, to yeah. Say? Yep. I, grew, I grew the beard to show that time has passed. Yeah. Well, you know, my legs would probably look like that, too, in a couple <laughs> weeks. That wouldn't make any difference. But uh, welcome to uh, Brothers Loveland, Stephen and Vin with Elmira. It's been a long time, but we have got lots to talk about. Yes. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot that has happened, good and bad, on the front of yes. this band. Some of it revolving around uh, member changes, some of it revolving around like the world right now, everything revolving around this damn pandemic. Right. So there's been a lot of creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to back up and kind of tell me a little bit about like, obviously the two of you are still here. You were the, you were the base. You were the mm-hmm. foundation yeah. to this band and always have been. Right. And I think the first time that you were in here, I learned that, that Stephen, you predominantly do the writing. Right, it, right. It's you. You are Elmira. the artist behind <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are Elmira. That's so sweet of you. You just sit back and go, he's yeah. so sweet, yeah. yeah. He's I like, just that, play songs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about in the last couple of years that it's been, what's been going on with this band? Because at one point in time, you went from a three-piece mm-hmm. to four or five members, yeah. and now I'm sitting here looking at two of you. Right. As I said, I suck at math, <laughs> but I can count the two people in front of me. So tell me a little bit about what's happened in, in these last couple of years. Uh, I'll take it. Okay. So, uh, like she said, we were originally three piece. We added uh, a second guitarist, Joel, from formerly Conquer the Distance. Yes, Joel Erickson. And then as we went on, I decided I broke two cymbals in practice when I was still on drums. And I said, that's $800. I'm done with this. (laughs) This is why we can't have nice things. Right. (laughs) And then Steven was like, well, I don't really want to play bass. I just want to sing. So I was like, I I could do that. Well, another thing, too, is when we were kids, he had friends that were into music and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so he asked for a classical acoustic guitar when we were kids. And he picked it up super fast and then stopped. stopped. <laughs> so let's back this up. Classical. Is that what you wanted to learn to play too? Not just that style of guitar, but like mm, classical music that's I, I, really complicated? <laughs> I, well, so I, I, I was in a band in high school and my guitarist, Seth, was a, like self-taught genius. Like I'm pretty sure he got into Juilliard. Right. Then, oh, wow. Then drugs happened. Uh-huh. Drugs you know, are bad, yeah. yeah. He, but he, uh, he's the one who got me into it because he was. That's what he started learning first was classical, and it just sounded pretty to the ear. I learned a couple songs, but I just couldn't get used to the. What is it nylon string? Yeah, the nylon. Yeah. And then uh, I gave. I think he has that still, probably. probably. But yeah, I mean, I've had guitars since then, and during the first album, he, I, I got a guitar, and he would show me stuff, and I would just pick it up. And uh, the other reason why we, you know, uh, when we evolved into a five piece, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was just so like, I just want to not have a bass in front of me because I feel like I was so restricted right. to moving and stuff like that. Um, and also some of the parts were hard to play and scream and sing at the same yeah. time. So I, that was my first thought is because Vin had guitars throughout the whole process of the first two albums and he would learn the songs within like a couple hours mm-hmm. or not even an hour. So again, one of these natural talents over here yes. that you're just like off ear and, I can't and, write, and a couple no, visuals, but it. no lessons, no formal training, no... no, no. Yeah, and that that's what, I don't sound bitter. Yeah, do and I? that's <laughs> and that's what he. That's why I was like, just jump on bass, you know? Because yeah. I mean, he was doing the songs on guitar. Right. There's no way he couldn't play them on bass. I mean, because like well, I mean, it's thing. easier. Technically, isn't it easier to switch from guitar to bass than bass to guitar? Yes, oh, for sure. I mean, you've got obviously two more strings. Right. Oh, I mathed. Yeah. <laughs> you got two more strings, but technicality wise, there's there's a lot more finger movement going on on that. Right. Yeah. So to make that switch had to been fairly easy. It, it was. Yes. It was a fairly easy. My my. The hardest part for me with bass was finding a bass that I enjoyed playing. Mm-hmm. I've literally, I think since I've been on bass, I've gone through maybe eight. Why is that, so though? Because you gotta, you got to kind of explain this and, and, and put it in layman's terms for people that don't understand. Like you were saying, the classical you didn't like yep. because of nylon strings yep. versus what? And, you know, the different styles of bass. Like, obviously, every body 
has mm-hmm. its different sounds. It's different. I'll, tones. Right, I'll break this down easy because I've explained yeah. this to a lot of so people. So make it make it simple. With our music, metal, rock, you know, we're you know, there's standard tuning, the blues, you know, classic mm-hmm. country, whatever. Everything's in standard. We play in drop a B, sharp. A sharp on the new album, like super low tuning. Oh, so you're just throwing the middle finger to all of the rules. On <laughs> yes, this. We're exactly. going Chevelle with it. You're going Chevelle. Drop B and well, you know, Chevelle went a lot of tool, so. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So that's the issue with basses. If, unless you're rocking a five string, it's really hard to get a bass to sound not like floppy, you know, right. telephone chords and that low of a tuning. So with his issue is he would go from a five, be like, yeah, I don't like how thick this is. He'd go to a four and be like, yeah, I don't like how clanky this is. And then he would go to a five and it was back and forth. And all it was, the time. and it wasn't just the, it, it, for me, it was always the feel. How heavy is it? Right. You know, Cause you, I don't think you ever saw me on stage as a bass. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah I don't right, think yeah. I have. No. Spinning, nuts. I'd do everything on stage. So nuts. I had a big five string jazz bass. It was beautiful guitar, but it was just so heavy. But it big, hit yeah. me in the hip and it just hurt. You're a little guy. You don't need bruises like that. No. So, and then, and, that and thing was funny. huge too. That it thing was, was a stand up. <laughs> it, like, it looked it was comical huge. on me. But uh, I also went for the appearance of it because I'm like, I don't want to play a, a bass that's like a death metal appearance and we're playing. Right. We do, you know, metalcore, but then pop punk type stuff. So I yeah. wanted to kind of fit with, you know, how we kind of looked as a band. But now it's like the total opposite of the yeah. spectrum. I have a small little short scale Mustang bass that I it's love. It's literally like the same scale as a guitar. Yeah. And oh, it's wow. small. It's amazing. But it sounds phenomenal. I mean, because mm-hmm. we play the majority of stuff in drop C. So it's, amazing you know, stuff. most standard guitars can go that low, you know. That's interesting because, you know, you hear about people, you know, doing the drop tuning. It's always yeah. you hear more of a drop D than anything and you're yeah. throwing mm-hmm. out other notes all oh, of a no. sudden that I'm well, just, I was going, just talking to Vin. oh my god I never even thought about that <laughs> I was just talking to Vin how I was looking at seven screen options to go to like drop G <laughs> which is just basically a sub sound at right. some point you know uh, it's but fun I, to experiment with the two well I mean though. regardless I, I was I was just telling uh, one of my friends I was asking about guitars and stuff no matter how low the tuning is regardless they're just chords right you could play it in any tuning it just you know right getting that lower tone with the distortion is just there's and there's a certain something about that too that at least for me and i'm going to use awaken as an example too because they just put out a brand new song with a low end i've never heard out of them before. right and immediately like the hairs on my arms stood up <laughs> that's the sound i like and, right. and for me that comes to you know we've talked about the, the the music that i grew up and everything but i'm still very much into that whole east coast hardcore sound right right and that that sound that tone that will just like cause vibrations and pick up radio frequencies and the fillings in your teeth that's, right, exactly. that's the kind of sound that i like and so it's fun to hear that and now you're telling me you're figuring out different ways to make that sound right well it's just and it's as simple as like the contrast of a really every instrument besides drums of course every instrument just being the lowest it can go that your ears can barely pick it up but mm-hmm. that having like high vocals or high screams mm-hmm. that contrast of low and high is just like i don't know if it's just metal but it's just so pleasing to hear yeah and i think that's why drop tunings are so popular with or now you know i don't even know what architects there's a band called architects they go f sharp you know yeah. double drop d where they take the drop d and drop it an octave down wow. from that that sounds like, interesting get out of here yeah <laughs> That's crazy. It's easier, obviously, for you because you are no longer restricted behind a drum Drums, kit. Right. Did you have any fear of, of breaking guitars and basses since you can't keep cymbals in one piece? Were you worried about that? Because you think about this. You yeah. were you were behind a cage and you're breaking <laughs> yeah. things. And now you're anger. not. And you have been essentially turned loose with something yeah. much smaller that would be, to me, more easy to just be going absolutely you know, bananas you know, and, mm, and yeah. hurt something.
the region on Z97.5. That is Elmira and a brand new song called Promise of Time. That is from the band's album Better Days, which is out now. Talking with uh, the brothers Loveland, because as we know, this band started out as a three-piece, and then they went to five, and now they're down to the two of them, Stephen and Vin Loveland. And not only have we changed up membership a little bit, we changed who was doing what. Uh, Vin, you came from back behind a drum set and are now playing a, a bass guitar. Well, that's what I remember our first practice we had where I was actually behind bass. I think, you know, Tom, Joel, Steven. Uh, did we have Zach? I think maybe. We, yeah. Yeah. And I remember just I was spinning, doing everything, going nuts. <laughs> and I remember Joel was like, it's like you've done this the whole yeah, time. Yeah, for real. Like, he was like, you just look natural. Right. My only worry was popping a bass string live or something, you know? Right. And this is real wood. Have yeah, never it's never it. happened. Wow, that's, that's amazing. I've yeah. had, there was a show we played in Indiana where my rig just crapped out. Yep. And I luckily they had played a show because I was on the road. They played a show without me, so they had bass backtracked. I looked at Zach, I was like, play the backtrack bass. Yep, and just <laughs> I went almost nuts. threw up that show because I was it just was, going so was going hard. Crazy. Oh, wow. That's- well, because also, you know, like, he was still playing the parts, yeah. but no sound was coming out, and we had right. backtrack bass at that point, so he was like, oh, so I can just, if I hit a wrong note, no, no one will know. Notice. So yeah. he was just going crazy. <laughs> Spins on slow parts, he was going nuts. <laughs> you know, why not? And, and then for you, too, I mean, you, you said you wanted to get an instrument out of your hand and, right. and just front. I've always found it fast because you sit there and you look at you know the makeup of a band and you can go back and look at something i mean i still remember uh i'm gonna show my age here again but you know going back and when you realize that you know phil collins was playing drums for genesis right. and singing right yeah that was yeah. mind blowing and don when henley I found that was out. playing drums and singing with the right. eagles and that i'm just like mm-hmm. wow because exactly. there is so much going on uh with, with drumming there's so many different things happening i could never figure out how to get my appendages to do all of the things <laughs> right. they were supposed to do which is why i gave up on it right but i couldn't fathom being able to do all of those things independently of each other and be able to sing. It just seems impossible. So that was always very impressive. And then you come across people like Peter Steele from Typo Negative Mm -hmm. and Lemmy from Motorhead, who are bass players that sang. And it's like, okay, that seems almost as complicated as the drums just because it's it's, it's not the melody. They're playing the opposite of what they're singing for the most part. Yeah. So for you, was it it hard to make that transition for you to all of a sudden be, all you've got to hide behind now is a mic stand? Right. Well, Growing up, all I did was acoustic and singing. That's okay. all I did. I That was like my bare bones. And then it moved into like more of the pop punk stuff. So I've always had an instrument had an instrument in front of me so like playing and singing has never been an issue but then you go into the realm of like we're metal now and mm-hmm. we do more intricate parts and movie parts and that's where my brain is like trained to just do chords and right. sing rather than you know leads and stuff like that uh the transition was awkward for me especially the first show the first show so <laughs> you, uh, so just standing there not, what do i do with my hands the our the first show first show we got as, as a new five piece with vin on bass Zach, Zach on drums, on Joel, Tom, and me as a frontman. First show we got was All That Remains Falling in Reverse at Marathon Music, at Marathon Works. Music Works. No pressure. Yeah. So we get that four days before the show. Mm-hmm. Grant, at the time, he worked for uh, Music City Booking. Music City Booking. And he hit us up and was like, hey, is there any ways you guys can jump on the show? Of course, we're not going to say no. That's right. a ginormous show. And at this time, no local band, and still not, no local band has ever played Music, wor- or music Marathon. So... Uh-huh. We're like, we can't turn this down. No. We got to do this. That's a huge door. But we had just had a huge conversation about how we need to start practicing our stage presence because I've never played a show, just a mic. Uh, Zach was the first, that was the first show with Elmira live. And that was Vince. I think it was your first show on bass. Yeah, first show on bass. So. How scary. Oh, and it wasn't a typical local show where you come out, sound check in front of everybody and go, we're ready. Oh, no. Lights out. No, we thought it was going to be a show. No line check at all. That like, we just stand on stage, (laughs) check and oh, who goes with Elmira? No, we sound check before anyone came through the door, which was already like, you know, what's going on. And then as soon as 
our time where like sand inside of stage just ready to go on stage they cut the lights i'm like what are, what's going on going nuts crowds woo, cheering i'm like oh, they don't know who we are what are they doing yeah they thought we were on tour with them so it was cool <laughs> and then like little lights came on they all walked on stage and then they started the the tracks and the first note we you know screamed oh nashville and they go nuts and it was like unreal that's I, awesome i, I yeah. wish we we have some footage from the show but i wish we would have had like a full set footage of it mm-hmm I felt like I was, of course, that was my first show as a front man. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I just put my leg on the monitor and screamed. You know, right. that's, that's all I got to do. But I mean, people, uh, people responded positively. That's so awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I can imagine. I mean, not only like your first time doing that, but yeah, a huge difference between Marathon Music Works with two bands of that caliber yes. as opposed to down the street at the warehouse uh-huh. with a bunch of bands that you're friends with. And exactly. It, you know. Well, what's terrible about it is our first show is a five piece is at that caliber and at the huge venue next show. and then the next show was in front of two people oh, at rocket town so we're like what like we immediately hit that like downhill feeling of yeah. like what's going on are we See, like this that's probably a, a you know a blessing in disguise though because that kept you from 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 the egos getting yeah, out of proportion. yeah right going dude we just played this monster show and blah, blah blah oh that's right this is who we are yeah here's where we're at <laughs> well it you know, t- keeps you grounded it keeps you in your roots keeps you humble, the whole yeah. time that we were at that show we were like this this is it like just enjoy it because this yeah. This is the you know this is the biggest we're gonna get until we develop right and then we forgot we said that and then we were like oh yeah we're playing local shows again mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we I mean we went and played Indiana recently after oh, great, that and a great that was, crowd up there Indiana's too. great yeah we played we've played three shows up there and every time it's just phenomenal and that's fantastic and I'm sure that you like uh, some of the other local bands once you guys get the uh, chance to kind of branch out of this area yeah. And it's still got to be just as scary. You walk into a market, you don't, you don't know yeah, them. Yeah. They don't know yep. you. They could throw cans at your head or they could be like, oh, hell yeah. Right. And become super fans very, very quickly. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, we had a situation. I won't name the city. I won't out them. We had a city in Tennessee that we played. We've never played there again, but we played there and it was almost like Katy Perry was playing a rock show. When we like, got on stage. When we yeah. got on stage. Because every other band was like, when I say deathcore, I mean like deathcore is considered like weak for them. So when you oh, have wow. like a pop rock metalcore band come on stage and start playing a Whitney Houston cover, <laughs> everyone was just like not vibing with us. So we <laughs> felt so out of place. Confused. I mean, some people came up to us and they thought it was cool, but you know. When you're in a room full of people, it's really hard to. Yeah. That's that's why break since that. then we've always been really sketchy about like mixed build shows. You yeah, know? yeah. The, we right. always kind of check out the bands on the show to we make, make sure. sure there's at least one heavier and one a little softer, and then we'll yeah, or we're at least put near them. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's a good idea too because you know anymore it's like you start seeing collaborations and not between bands but on on the shows and like. Mm-hmm. You know, Bonnaroo is a good example. Oh, that yeah. is an eclectic lineup. Pilgrimage Festival, eclectic lineup. Right. And now it's getting to the point where festivals like Louder Than Life are starting to branch out yeah. to where they're bringing in some hip hop and hick hop acts right. to stuff, which was what the plan was for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's been canceled now. But it's like, what are, what are you what are you doing? Right. Like, the, none of this matches the other right. 90% of what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this could be really, really good and broaden some horizons, open doors for some people that right. might not otherwise listen to that stuff. Yeah. Or it could be very deadly. Right. Like, exactly. Because you, know? you never know how people are going to react. Yeah. Right. And I mean, right. that's kind of like how uh, Warp Tour, when it was going on, they had mm-hmm. a Spotify stage where they would have DJs come yeah. and yeah. just DJ. It was a good place you could just chill out, drink water, you know, sure. whatever. But most of the time, there's five people in front of that stage because i mean the edm is incorporated in rock i mean we do it too but just for you know some it's like somewhere like techno and people i couldn't sit there and go through a whole thing with that because it becomes like a drone right and you just kind of like you know i want to go to a show i want that those those lows and highs right you know with whatever the songs is whatever whatever it is you're doing on stage i don't want to sit there and hear the same break beats over and over and over because i'm gonna feel like i'm just gonna walk out into traffic and not know what just happened (laughs) you know what i mean like i've just been hypnotized against my will right it's rock around the region with some Samantha Knight, everything that rocks, C97 Vibe.
That's Guerrilla Warfare on Rock Around the Region. Their cover of the Credence Clearwater Revival. CCR, so much easier to say, isn't it? Fortunate Son. I am Samantha Knight, and uh, the band is currently working on some new tracks, according to their Facebook page. So very excited to be getting some new material out of them. In the meantime, I learned something interesting in the last few weeks when I had a band send me an email that says, Hey, we would love to be a part of Rock Around the Region. And we're called Brave New World, and we're from here in Clarksville, and we're, you know, old school hardcore and then i saw the name of the kid who sent me the email and his name was matt wade and i'm like oh my god are you in relation to brett yes so here's the fun thing not only are the two of them brothers but once upon a time matt fronted guerrilla warfare matt now has his own band that is brave new world and from what i'm hearing big brother brett will be making an appearance or has made an appearance on a song we'll get all of that sorted out between the two bands get him booked for interviews very very soon so here's what i can tell you about brave new world this is classic old school hardcore songs that will kick your teeth in make you want to throw a trash can please don't and it's all done in under two minutes So check it out. Brave New World, Horrific Visions. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Everything falls and their new tune, Forsaken. Actually got the first taste of that song live in the Z97.5 studio when the Aarons came to visit. You want to check out more about this band, make sure you check out their Facebook page, facebook.com slash everything falls. And on the band profile, you can actually check out some more tunes from them as well. I am Samantha Light. We got just a couple of tracks left for tonight's show. Both of them brand Spank Me New when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Get up, get up! It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5. the region on Z97.5. If you needed proof that Lights of Marfa haven't split up, that's it right there. Brand new song called My Burning Flower. It will be available to the world starting on Friday, June 12th. So yeah, you just got the world premiere of it right there from Lights of Marfa. Now there was a lot of confusion that rolled around. Was the band splitting up? Was it done? They're going on a hiatus. The fact of the matter is, is that things kind of have to get put on the back burner a little bit because you know what? These guys have families and uh, houses and mouths to feed and the coronavirus hit the music industry very very harshly and so when you can't go out and play shows and gig and do the things that you do with your life you have to kind of you know take priority lights of marfa is not done obviously we've got brand new music so looking forward to again life getting back to normal we can start gigging again and we can start going to shows and support live local music i am samantha and i thanks so much to the gentleman of elmira looking forward to another portion of our chat which i will bring you next week on the program in the meantime as i said earlier if you're in a band that is a part of this show or wants to be a part of this show please hit me up samantha at z975.com or you can find me on facebook and let's get to talking all right this band i really want to get back into the studio very very soon uh one of uh, one of the fa- one of my favorite interviews honestly because this band is two dudes two dudes and they decided that you know what yeah we're bored during coronavirus we need something to do to be productive so they cranked out a new song right not just any song though a really killer cover 
And I'm sure Richard Patrick and Filter will be very, very proud of what has happened here. The band Them Fixes. The song, Hey Man, Nice Shot. Wrap it up. Rock around the region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time.